I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. Welcome to our next episode. Just be aware, we're probably not fixing no audio problems. We will just power through and just deal with it. But uh, you'll get the gist of it. But welcome to the next episode of Dude Saying Stuff. Um, you know, we are now on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can subscribe. Um, um, we will we'll have draft grades. We will have week one previews. And we're going to start a new segment. All right. And there's a water bet to be spun. So without further ado, uh, let's see. We, let's just get this thing started. All right. Um, so with the review of the first pick, Jordan. Yeah. Hello, everybody. It's Jordan here. Uh, first, before I jump into the review of the first pick, I just want to remind everybody it's football. college football season kicks off tomorrow. We have five straight days of football games including LSU versus Florida State on Sunday night. So uh, everyone better be watching our Tigers beat the shit out of Florida State Seminoles. <laughs> Moving on to the first review of the first pick. This is K-Bag, uh, Team Bo Dangles. So K-Bag finished sixth place last season. Um, probably a disappointing finish for him. We all know he likes to come in second place behind me. But uh, <clears throat> we can get back, come back to that later. So, K-Bag's first pick was Jonathan Taylor, and his second pick was Javante Williams. Uh, I think both uh, were very solid running back picks. They should both get a lot of touches. We all know what Jonathan Taylor did last season. He averaged over 20 points a game, and, uh, you know, I think Javante Williams is the clear number one uh, running back on the Broncos, which, by the way, KB only drafted two Broncos players this year. Um, Dom, thank you for making that bet with me. Because you're welcome. Yeah, because KB has a new strategy, uh, and it's not to draft crappy Broncos players. Um, looking at the rest of his team, you know, I really like Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson, if he could stay healthy, will put up a lot of points. He also averaged 20 plus points a game last season. Um, so right there, right off the bat, his top two players that's 40 points. Hopefully, he can get every week. Um, also, a big fan of Mike Evans. We all know he has. Terrific Tom, who somehow looks younger after that 11-day hiatus he took from training camp. I don't know what kind of witchcraft or voodoo he has going on, but the man comes back, and now he looks 35 instead of 45. Um, but we could, we need to – we'll see plenty of Mike Evans and Terrific Tom hooking up. Um, you know, as far as the rest of his team goes, after those, after those players I just named, it gets kind of – I don't know what to expect out of A.J. Brown. Um, I don't know what to expect out of Terry McLaurin, you know, some of the starters he has in his, t- in his starting lineup right now. Um, with all that said, uh, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give this team a B minus. Uh, I really like his guys can stay healthy. His top three or four players could produce a lot of points. Um, and hopefully the rest of his, of his guys could put together uh, some points to, you know, get him those W's. I don't know who's going to throw to his wide receivers. Like I said, A.J. Brown, he's got Jalen Hurts there. Uh, Terry McLaurin, I don't even know who the quarterback for the Washington football team is. And Elijah Moore, we all know the Jets suck. So <laughs> who's, going to throw, who's going to throw to his wide receivers is a big question mark for me. But um, if his top four guys can stay healthy, he has a good chance of making the playoffs. So I'm going to give K-Bag a B-minus. Pretty tough grade there. Um, I was actually going through each of the teams uh, while preparing for this, 
And Bojangles is one of the teams that really stood out. I think Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. people aren't talking about him much, but he could be uh, the QB1. He's done it before. And he's got Jonathan Taylor, who's arguably the number one running back, and Javante Williams, who's a up, up-and-comer at the running back position as well. I just think he's going to – He's going to make some noise this year. If I had to put a lock on anybody to, to be in the playoffs, I'm putting it on Blo Bojangles as of right now. Yeah, Don't, yeah. Not to be confused with Bojangles. <laughs> you know that's fair. I will. I will make this note. Uh, he did. KB did draft the number two Indi- uh, running back out of Indianapolis, uh, Hines. So he has a backup plan there if JT does go down. And we all know it's all about those touches. Mm-hmm. Not all right. So I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and look at uh, Don't Worry Murray, drafted by Mr. Ollie, uh, second position. Since Kirk took Jonathan Taylor, he smartly took Christian McCaffrey, which could have been the easy 101. Um, the second round pick went Travis Kelsey. And from there, uh, Ollie, I don't know what you did, but the rest of your team is – for the most part, running backs. You drafted two receivers, and that is it. We have a two-receiver spot and two flex, and you only drafted two receivers. And the rest of all the running backs that you decided to take, a lot of them are hot garbage, in my opinion. Um, just to read some off, uh, Kareem Hunt, Ramondre Stevenson. I think those guys could be good, but they're both number twos at, uh, in their respective teams. Uh, also, Melvin Gordon, you like drafting – Backup running backs, I guess, and uh, J.D. McKissick and Jamal Williams, but not a third, fourth receiver. Um, we'll see how that pans out. Uh, overall, uh, I mean, you got Christian McCaffrey, who's basically two and a half people by himself, fantasy point-wise, as long as he's healthy. And then Travis Kelsey, I just think he's uh, – hopefully he can pick up some more targets now that Tyree Kill isn't there. But I don't think he's the number one tight end this year. I think that could be Mark Andrews. Um, and then you got Big Fat Lenny um, in Tampa Bay, who's put on a couple LBs. Uh, he's, he'll probably still get his touchdowns because their offense is pretty solid, uh, run by Terrific Tom. But uh, after that, I mean, you got a lot of question marks, a lot of question marks here. I can't go any higher than a C. Uh, to go along with your Christian McCaffrey uh, first mm. pick. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I, he did, since the draft, drop Jamal Williams and pick up um, Marvin Jones Jr. But um, still, I'm not excited about this team outside of uh, that top pick or two. All right. Well, let's get moving on because – much time all right so guys geez uh i i'm having a more summarized uh uh approach my i will be reviewing the third pick which was luke i am your father or also known as jordan um so and also y'all are pretty light on your your grades you're not gonna like my grades uh jordan had the third (laughs) pick which is around the spot where people start wondering if they still go running back or look at the top wide receivers. Jordan elected the RB route and selected Austin Eckler. Eckler finished as the number two running back last year with a whopping 20 touchdowns. Some touchdown regression is expected, but Eckler is one of the running backs that gets production on the ground and in the air. 
The next pick I want to highlight is Kyle Pitts in the fourth round. It was a third tight end off the board. Pitts is an athletic freak and just needs to get to the end zone in his second season to be part of that. Two reaches I would like to highlight is hometown hero Jarvis Landry in the ninth and first kicker off the board in the tenth round, Justin Tucker. Landry was selected (laughs) in the ninth round where there was plenty of talent out there who were wide receiver ones for their team, where Landry will be battling for Jameis's attention between first-round pick Alave and a returning $20 million a year, Michael Thomas. Justin Tucker is a great kicker, but not worth a 10th-round pick and didn't even finish as the top kicker last year. So with that being said, I'm giving a minus. Jordan nailed... Jordan nailed the earlier rounds, but left so much talent on the board because of the reaches. And that is that is my uh, review. Sorry, mm-hmm. Jordan. That's all right. I'll just let it be known. Every time Mike gets me gives me a uh, a bad grade on my fantasy team, I fi- get into the playoffs and finish top three. So, <laughs> moving on there. Thank you, Mike, for that. Uh, I've got the fourth pick here, and it is none other than J.O. Uh, J.O. last season, or should I say Desiree last season, finished fifth place. He made the playoffs for, I think, the second time ever in the history of the league. So hats off to Desiree for really managing not only uh, four children, including J.O. in the children's spot, but hands off to Desiree for managing a team to get into uh, into the playoffs, taking my last playoff spot and finishing fifth place. Uh, so let's roll in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight the top two picks and go from there. That's kind of my theme for my teams. Uh, J.O. once again elected to pick up Cooper Cup. Um, this is the workhorse who no doubt got J.O. into the playoffs last season. He was the number one wide receiver um, in the NFL last year. He was number one in the league, I believe, in catches, yards, and touchdowns. Mike, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, but I-, I do love that pick with Cooper Cup. Uh, unfortunately for J.O., he did not land Justin Jefferson as a second wide receiver, which was another huge contributing factor to his team last season. He did, however, land C.D. Lamb from the Dallas Cowgirls. Uh, so uh, Dallas, you know, I'm not too hot on the Cowboys. Then again, who is? Everybody loves watching them lose, and everybody loves watching their fans cry. Um, but C.D. Lamb is a clear number one in Dallas, and he for sure will be producing some, some points for him. But after that, because J.O., did decide to go um, wide receiver, wide receiver, back-to-back in his picks. His running backs are kind of weak. I think he does have a decent sleeper there with Brees Hall. There's been some noise about him. But Brees Hall does, again, play for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And the Jets are terrible. They are terrible. I will never draft a player off the Jets. So uh, good luck to you there, J.O. But he could be a a solid sleeper. Um, again, going back to uh, the bane of my existence last season, Patty Bitch Mahomes. I don't want to highlight him too much. He did average 25 points per game last year, so uh, hats off to him. I'm sure he'll average 35 points a game this year because he's not on my team. Uh, but he does have a solid quarterback, a solid two starting wide receivers. With that said, uh, with that said, I'm going to give Jo a C plus. Um, his running backs and his depth, his, his running back depth um, is not good at all. Uh, and, and we all know this is a running back driven league. All fantasy teams are. You need a good number one healthy running back. 
I will say I did love J.O.'s pick, Chris Olave. He took him from me, which is why I went and picked up Jarvis Landry. Mike, I'm sorry. I did want Chris Olave, but J.O. picked him there. So that's a good bench receiver he's got there for flex position. Um, but again, C-plus for J.O. I don't see Cooper Cup having the same season he did last year, even though I, he will have a productive season. Um, but good luck to you, Overman. Good luck. And does. All right, next. <laughs> and next I'm going to review um, M-A-R-S Red Rocks, uh, a.k.a. Jason. Last year I gave him a really, really hard time, so I'm going to try and do better this year. Boo, um, Jason, hopefully boo. he does too. Um, and looking at his team, he started off well with Justin Jefferson, who in my opinion could be the league-leading receiver, triple crown winner um, for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, not just a homer thing, the talent, the opportunity, the new coaching staff uh, in Minnesota. I think he's going to have an absolutely great year. And then he picked up a former number one receiver in Tyreek Hill in his second pick. And to be determined uh, how he's going to do in Miami with his new quarterback, who Jason also drafted and currently has uh, in his starting lineup. Uh, but beyond that, Mark Andrews' third-round pick, which pretty good value for D number one tight end last year and projected number one tight end this year. Uh, going from there, a couple more receivers. Uh, waited a long time to get a running back, and it shows. First running back taken, uh, Devin Singletary in the sixth round and followed by A.J. Dillon. Uh, not a lot of great things to say there, but he's got his superpower is wide receivers and he's going to be leaning on that for sure. Uh, to round out the rest of his draft, he also uh, drafted Dak Prescott uh, as another quarterback, and he drafted Taysom Hill as a tight end, which I guess that's a third quarterback, but he's listed as a tight end this year. Either way, two quarterbacks and two tight ends on the same team in a 10-team league, I think, is poor draft strategy in general. And then uh, the wide receiver – He's got some good studs uh, in the starting lineup, not much on the bench with very weak running backs. Um, uh, I'm be generous more so than Mike. I'll give him a B minus here. I just think he's got the, the receiving work and high ceiling potential. Uh, those guys could uh, keep him afloat but the running backs could be an issue uh, before long. Goddamn B minus for that, that running back court. You make me sick. You, you goddamn. <laughs> whoa, 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 no hating other grades there, Mike. No At least right. he drafted more than two. <laughs> you, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, My greatest brother, uh, Trunk Boys or Evan or AKA the reigning champ. Um, the reigning champ. He has arrived, and he is bringing the mountain of a man, King Henry, with him. King Henry was on a tra- was a train that could not be stopped last season before going down to that foot injury. Sorry, the uh, going down, especially ones who give who get over three hundred carriers regularly. Maybe so, we have no clue. But if he is anything like he was at the start of the season, God help us all, because. He- he did better than Christian McCaffrey when Christian McCaffrey was healthy. That's how good he was. Check the numbers on that because it's true. Um, the next pick I, I like to 
highlight is Michael Pittman in the third round. That was around his ADP, but I like the pick. I admit he was on my radar just two picks later. Pittman was with Carson Wentz at quarterback, and older Matt Ryan is still an upgrade, and he peppers his wide receiver one. So I expect huge things from Michael Pittman this year. Um, the only questionable pick I, I'd really have to say were, was uh, Marlon Mack, who has been who was completely <laughs> overshadowed. Pearson has, has since then been cut, so that's basically a wasted pick there. Uh, so just sitting there <laughs> clogging that roster. So with Evan, I do have a legal obligation to mention the numerous homers he selected per usual with a whopping, <laughs> with a whopping five selections of either Saints or ex-LSU players with Clyde, Michael Thomas, Joey B, OBJ, and Famous Jameis. OBJ doesn't even have a damn uh, team right now, so... I don't know how he can be placed out in the IR. So, again, that is just clogging another spot. Um, and I guess I was a little bit nicer to, to Evan. Uh, I give a grade of B-. minus. A good, start, good starting lineup, but he lacks major depth. All right. Being pretty nice to the former champ there. I'd like uh, to amend my former grade. <laughs> I can't give higher than a C. C plus maybe, just because he drafted more than two at one position, like my first guy uh, did not. So okay, sorry. Update. Two C's. Uh, uh, update the spreadsheet. <laughs> all right, we'll update the sheet. So, uh, all right, my third team, uh, my man, my boy, my homie, C Murda. We all know him. We all love him. He finished fourth place last season. Got into the playoffs. Finished fourth. I know it's a disappointing season for him. He was looking for that W. He wanted another uh, uh, PlayStation VR headset to go with the one he already bought. Uh, with his uh, with his first pick, you know, um, he went with our boy. We love him, Jamar Chase. Um, a risky pick there at the seventh pick. I think I think Jamar Chase. He's either boom or bust. We all know he's the big play guy. We all know Joey B is looking for him. Uh, they would have won the Super Bowl last year if uh, Joey B had one more second to throw the football. Uh, but, unfortunately, his his freaking O-line is made up of paper mache dolls. But I digress. He <laughs> um, said so C. Murder's second pick, he went again wide receiver. Uh, another one I think is risky, Devontae Adams, who, as we all know, last year was on the Packers. He had A.A. Ron Rodgers there throwing to him. But this year, he's on the Raiders. <laughs> And we all want to, we all know, do, can eyeshadow wearing emo Derek Carr give him the same success that he got with Aaron Rodgers? Uh, completely night and day there with the quarterback. Um, uh, Carr just, he's not the same as Aaron. A- um, so what will we get at? What kind of production will we see out of Devontae Adams this year? Um, so, you know, moving on down the line, he is terrific Tom. I love Tom Brady. Uh, again, he's about 30, looks about 35 years old. Um, his running backs, because he picked two uh, wide receivers in the first two rounds, his running back depth is a little weak. He has injury-prone Cam Akers starting. His number two back is his number one back. We all know he loves the Chubb, Nick Chubb, um, but he might be splitting carries in, the, in Cleveland with uh, Kareem Hunt. And we all know that uh, without the Lord and Savior, um, Baker Mayfield there, they have the, uh, that other guy that we will not name him. 
uh, leading the offense. Uh, we, I just don't know what we're going to get out of Nick Chubb there. Um, with all that said, uh, see Merge's team to me is just boom or bust. If you play him when he's on, you're going to get your ass kicked because we all know Tom, what Tom Brady can do. Uh, Jamar Chase could put up 30 points. Devontae Adams, he, if he has a good week, he could probably put up 25, 30 points. Um, if you play him on a good week, you're in trouble. If you play Seymour on a bad week, you're probably going to kick his ass. And uh, I'm, with that said, I'm going to give him a B minus. A B, B minus. I really don't know where I'm going to leave it there just because he's so boom or bust. And uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it there, Mike. Uh, I mean, Chris is not going to let you be a little spoon this tonight. You jerk. B for the boomer bus team. I like it. Uh, So I have the pleasure, speaking of Bs, the Buff Lesbos, drafted by your commissioner, Mr. Michael Bellock. Uh, Starts off the first round. And may I note, before I get much further, Mike drafted this year while high (laughs) as a kite in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> and it was quite entertaining on the It was very entertaining. I hope he shaved his, his uh, beard. Yeah, Still going strong. Still, Still going, going strong. So, with that said, um, I have to say, in general, it's probably below par from how Mike usually uh, would draft, uh, but still very good, especially compared to my first two teams that I uh, reviewed. So, that's saying something. Uh, he starts off with Dalvin Cook, uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, the one-two combo, running back, wide receiver, uh, two solid picks to get his team started, um, followed by a lot of good depth at both wide receiver and running back positions. I think he got a great value uh, with Jalen Hurts in the eighth round. I think he's could be uh, up there, as I mentioned, with Lamar Jackson, similar skill set. Um, with another year under his belt, could be a fantasy difference maker. Um, Let's see, a questionable pick that I would have to mention. Mm, I think J.K. Dobbins that early was a little bit questionable, uh, especially uh, he's still battling injury. But, I mean, that's his third running back. So if he can withstand that, uh, for the beginning of the year, which based on his draft, I think he'll be able to do. Um, that's the one little question mark there. Another one of his running backs, Brian Robinson, who was set to take over the role as running back in Washington, uh, unfortunately had an incident outside of the football field. Uh, well, he'll be missing some time. Thankfully, he's okay, but uh, a, a bit of a blow to his team there uh, as well which I think uh, he may have made a change since then. He dropped him and picked up uh, Daryl Henderson uh, from uh, the Los Angeles Rams in his place. Uh, But moving on, overall, I think Mike had a pretty solid strategy with going depth running back wide receiver, which I fully support. Um, Not my favorites at any one particular position, but I think overall he's got enough depth to see what shakes out uh, on this, on his team. So I'm going to go ahead and give him uh, the Buff Lesbos a B for this draft. 
while he was high, still very good and still a better draft, in my opinion, than uh, Jason or Ollie. Okay. Well, I mean, all I got to say is, and you can attest to this as well, that back of that, that draft blows. Being eight was not fun. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah. especially sandwiched between <laughs> you, you and Chris. I never want to be double teamed like that ever again. Uh, yeah, yes, not, you do. Yeah, you not do. well, not not without dinner first. I mean, come on, that was just rude. Um, so it's my turn, and so, so I don't. I'm wondering if he was right, a little lighter, lighter on his grade, just because I was coming right behind. Because I will be grading Dom or the Dom, um, as he likes to refer to himself, and no one else wants to. Um, he is the reigning runner-up, as he likes to call himself. <laughs> Yeah, the second to last pick. Uh, so Dom chose Joe Mixon, who finished as the running back three last year. That was surprising. I didn't even realize that. Um, mm-hmm. He posted career highs in all major running back categories and would uh, be a bet that he should beat that with the Bengals investing heavy into the offensive line. Um, so that was, that's been a huge upgrade. And if he gets three down work, you're looking at a possible running back one right there, like the running back one. Um, one late late value that I found striking was uh, Alan Lazard in the tenth round. Lazard should be the wide receiver one. If Rogers treats Lazard anything like he did Adams, that means volume galore. So while everyone is foaming at the mouth for rookie Romeo Dobbs, a fourth round pick in the NFL draft, Lazard is the, actually the de facto wide receiver one and the one who has Aaron's trust. So that's a that's a huge value that late. The biggest question mark that uh, we have for Dom is he's going the youth route and loading his entire depth with rookies. Dom drafted Damian Pierce, which so far looks great. Ken Walker, who has a hernia surgery and coming back from there. So he has to come back from injury and beat out Rashad Penny, which isn't too much to say. Traylon Burks, um, you know, that's question mark there. Uh, he had some conditioning issues. He's looked okay in the preseason, but that was with the second team. So, and Robert Woods is still there, and you know Austin Hooper, bro. Uh, you can't forget about him. And then you got James Cook um, with Buffalo. So while youth provides poten- potential, history shows that the boom seasons for rookies are very rare. So that is a huge risk for his depth. So that's a huge I risk. Get... <laughs> yes, that is. So. <laughs> Um, my grade uh, is a B minus. You got two bona fide running back ones and the quarterback one of Josh Allen as a great foundation, but there is a lot of risk and unknown on the rest of that team. Um, so take it as it is. That that is what I'm going to give you. It's okay. I'm fine with it. All right. <laughs> Man, give me the worst grade of all three of the dudes there, Mike. Thank you. Sorry, so, bro. Well, it's a fact. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. Well, so last, certainly not least, by no means, uh, our newcomer this year who would be replacing Samantha, uh, Zach Eli, has joined the uh, Fantasy League. Um, he is the head coach of the Dutch Rudders. Mom and Dad, if you're listening, do not Google that. Um so no one is really sure how he holds up in fantasy football, but hopefully his team performs better than his mustache rides do. So let's dig into it here. Um, with his first pick, 
Z took Najee Harris. Uh, I really like that pick there. Najee was a, I think Chris Meyer had him last season and Najee carried Chris's team playoffs. One of the contributing factors for sure. Uh, so we should see that same kind of production this year out of him. Um, and then with Eli's second pick, he went running back again. Uh, he took DeAndre Swift, who I believe, Mike, he's the starter in, in Detroit right now? Yes, without a doubt. Yeah, so, yeah, so he should get he should get a lot of um, a lot of touches there, and then uh, another great pick that he got in the third round, who will be the starter, uh, Saquon Barkley. I believe he's in his fourth year, maybe his fifth year in the NFL. Uh, what are we going to see this year? His last two seasons have been pretty much bleh. We all know how hyped Barkley's been coming out of Penn State. Um, he had an incredible rookie season. After that, he's just kind of falling off the face of the earth. Um, but I do love his running backs. And, and, you know, sitting back and looking at his team, I think Eli has one of the better teams in the league. I know it's shocking. Um, he has a, a solid bench depth, I think, with Damian Harris. Uh, Devonta Smith, uh, the former Heisman Trophy winner in Philadelphia, will be having his former teammate Jalen Hurts thrown to him. Uh, Matt Stafford is a very solid back and quarterback to who I haven't even mentioned yet, Justin Herbert, who last season was a point machine. Um, everybody expects to see that same thing out of him this season. And again, uh, I think in Tampa Bay with Russell Gage, he might get some action from Terrific Tom. Uh, whew. With all that said, um, I will note the last thing, a very, very interesting strategy out of Zach to go with double starting tight ends. So he has Darren Waller in the flex position and George Kittle, a very good tight end in the tight end position starting right now. Uh, so he's going to be very dependent on tight end performance this season. Um, but like I said, I think Eli's team is very solid. He has strong running backs, strong quarterbacks, strong tight ends. Even his kicker, uh, Money Mac, is a, a very, very good kicker. I'm going to give him an A-. minus. A-. minus. You heard that, Mike? A-. minus. What the hell? Is he yeah. our only A? Yeah. I think he is. The only A is Eli. Wow. I think he's a That's very, very generous for someone who has two tight ends. Well, uh, two very good And two ends. quarterbacks. Two yeah. very good quarterbacks. <laughs> I like his team. He's got the Bills defense. And a wide receiver mean, one on the some... Bears. His wide receiver one is That's on enough. the Bears. Wide That's receiver one sucking off of the new guy. All right, let's it's a wide on. receiver one. Wide yeah. receiver one there. All right. I, th- I guess it looks like he he moved on from Chris to Zach. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, y'all just jealous. Y'all just jealous. Spurn lovers. Okay. All right, and next up, we are going to do week one previews. So let's get started. I will I will uh, do one side while Dom will do the other, and Jordan will provide his X factor. All right, with I'll our go first, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna be reviewing Mike's team, who is going to be playing the Buff the Buff Lesbos will be playing against Daddy Pinocchio, Jo. Um, so on the Buff Lesbos side, uh, you just heard the draft recap. Um, like I said, ooh. It's never a good sign when you go into week one and J.O.'s team is favored over yours. Uh, <laughs> that, that tells you something about your draft day, Mike. Uh, hey, hey, ha- hey! how about you all look at the projections of everybody else, including yourselves? Projected. 
I saw so that. Suck, it's very suck strange. It. Suck it. We'll see. Let's see if he can maintain it. But yeah, his his team looks pretty strong against yours. But to highlight, I guess a couple of your matchups. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Mm. Jalen Hurts gets uh, Detroit, who I guess is a good matchup there. Uh, we'll see. There's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of hope and potential for Hurts to have a great year. Uh, we'll see how he starts out there. Uh, overall, looking at Mike's projected starting lineup, he's got some. I don't know, Mike. I'm having trouble here. I just, I'm seeing all these check marks and favors on J.O.'s side of this matchup. I'm trying to find some positive here. I think Zeke it's Elliott, like which a... I just didn't mention during your draft, I think he could still be good for fantasy. He was battling injury last year, um, and he, but he does play the Bucks, who generally have a pretty good defense against the run. So that may not happen in week one, but I think in general he's going to do all right for you. Uh, otherwise... Uh, Another matchup I like to highlight, you drafted the Colts, who are playing against the Houston Texans, who are projected bottom of the league this year, uh, may not win more than one or two games, uh, some say. Uh, that's a an advantage point for you there, so I'll go ahead and leave it at that. All right, dude. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Despite the check marks, it's like a three points, a four point difference. But Good okay, job there, Dom. Good job yeah. <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna be a rough rough week one preview show. <laughs> if that's what we have to come. Oh All right. shit, Dom! All right, so let's uh, let's highlight some of some of uh, Jo's team. So, uh, of course, you know you got to go Patty Mahomes against Arizona, which can be assumption that that's going to be a shootout. There's a lot of a lot of uh, spread, uh, so we're going to expect a lot of, a lot of points in that matchup. Matchup, and of course, he has the running back for them as well with James Conner. So he's got two two people in a, a very high scoring potential matchup. Rashad Penny was uh, a goddamn uh, freak last year at the end of the year. So if he is healthy, he should be good. Um, I'm not going to highlight his his top receivers. They're good. There's nothing to go against that. The one thing I'm I'm curious about is Brees Hall. You know, is he going to get the starter? There's talk that Michael Carter's the starter, but you know he is a second round pick. Was able to get Brown last year. So you know, overall he has a great great looking starting starting roster. But uh, you know, I'm not going to provide too much of a recap because I don't want to make myself jealous and give you know. A great in-depth recap when I got that dog shit that Dom just said. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, yes. What's your X factor? All right. So my X factor in this game is going to be Jalen Hurts. I think the Lesbos took a huge risk drafting Jalen Hurts. Um, and if we do recall, Mike in the last podcast, I think he said that Detroit was going to be a surprise of the NFL this year, which means they're he going to have to have a good defense. Um, so Jalen Hurts going on the road against Detroit. How will he play? Uh, there's a big risk there, Mike, with you with you picking him up. I know you want the running points and uh, the, the rushing touchdowns to go with the air yards, but man, um, how will he perform? That'll be the difference maker in this game. 
All right. All right, let's see. Let's right, go on to the next to matchup. All right, I get Ali, another one of my guys who I had the pleasure of recapping. Uh, he looks to be favored in his matchup by about four points over uh, Evan Richard, last year's champion. Uh, starting off, he's got, uh, of course, Christian McCaffrey. It doesn't matter who he's playing. He's going to put up 20-plus. Uh, and Big Fat Lenny playing Dallas. Uh, should be a good start there for running back. He's projected higher going up against Henry Montgomery in the running back position, uh, as well as the quarterback, uh, Kyler Murray, who, I mean, not a lot of talk about him being a potential uh, QB1, but he's going to be up there because uh, he's got that rushing floor, and that's often a cheat code uh, for fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, continuing down, uh, his lineup. He's got two receivers, so he's going to start them. Um, and Amon Ra, St. Brown, and DK Metcalf. Uh, Amon Ra had a big run at the end of last year. I'll see if it will continue this year uh, in the first week against Philly. And then DK playing against his former quarterback, uh, Russell Wilson, on the other side in Denver. Uh, DK did well last year with Geno Smith. Uh, see if that'll continue into this season. They seem to have a pretty good connection. Uh, what do you think about this other side of this matchup, Mikey? All right, so I'm going to highlight, uh, first off, my, my boy Michael Pittman going against Houston. I expect uh, big big things, as I already said. You know, Houston, they, they, they want to show off Matt Ryan, show that he still has it. So I expect Pittman to get – and then maybe it cools down and they just ride Jonathan Taylor for the rest of the game. Um, I do think Marquise Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown, gets that Kansas City. Again, high potential uh, for high scoring and no D-hop. Um, so, I one there, and Kyler is going to have to throw to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. And then I'm going to see Derrick Henry. I'm going to I'm going to highlight the first round pick. Why not? He is going against the Giants, who is poo poo. Um, and Henry, I want to see if because he didn't look great in the playoffs. Like he did not look like basically first back from from that injury. So the full off season make him back to the King Henry that we know and love. So with that being said, who's the X factor? Uh, the X factor here, uh, we all know it's going to be Derrick Henry, but the bigger X factor here is uh, NASA. Evan works for NASA. You know, they had the rocket that didn't take off earlier this week. Will they take off this weekend? They have a two-hour launch window. So my X factor is uh, the, the NASA rocket. <laughs> okay, I don't know how that has anything to do with that football game. Because but... <laughs> Evan works for NASA. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a full that's a pretty big stretch, bro. Um, How's that compared to my first matchup review? It yeah, better. it was still definitely a lot better. No one's expecting the, the uh, rocket. I mean, it's Derrick Henry. Come on, I mean, he, All right. he's gonna care for the super uh, back. So okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, all right. All right, Mr. Bo Jangles, projected number one scorer of the week, playing against Jason. Uh, Red Rocks projected lowest score of the week. Um, like I said, I really like Bojangles' team this year. Just a couple of highlights and great matchups uh, for him to start the season. 
Lamar Jackson at the Jets and Jonathan Taylor at Houston. Enough said there. Um, another uh, player I mentioned for him uh, down the way here, Terry McLaurin. Not a lot to talk about the Commanders. Uh, I mentioned it in our previous episode that they could win their division. And they're starting off against Jacksonville, who really struggled last year. Uh, he brings in uh, Carson Wentz and someone's dog is messing Sorry. with the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, that was my dog barking. <laughs> my bad. While, while uh, Bojangles is heavily favored on the overall points, um, it looks like the wide receivers and tight end on the other side, as mentioned previously, uh, for Jason Red Rocks seem to be the edge and his opportunity to pull anything out. Uh, what do you see on that other side, Mike? The, the stack of Tua versus Tyreek against New England. So New England is known to take out your best target on that defense, and that's Tyreek Hill. So how will that actually work first first regular season game with Tua and Tyreek? You know, doesn't doesn't bode well considering the matchup. The next one I'd do would be Devin Singletary against that front seven of the Rams. It's on a Thursday night game, kicks off the NFL. Um, Singletary is not really talked about because Josh Allen runs the ball. So great for Say Jason. something good. Um, I, I he does <laughs> he does have Mark Andrews. So he will be able to cancel out a little bit of Lamar if Lamar is throwing to throwing to Mark Andrews, his number one target. And you know, you know what, Daniel Carson's a good kicker. You know, that's you can't can't cut him out there. And Raiders and Chargers should be high scoring, so expect a lot of kicking opportunity. He's got some good players, but I'm not going to highlight all the good players. So, um, I'm a Daniel Carlson, Carlson fan. What can you say? All right, who's the X Factor? Jason has no chance of this game. Uh, <laughs> this team's terrible. He's starting Tua. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. My X Factor is, um, I mean, again, like with Evan, who had King Henry, it's Jonathan Taylor, uh, the number one pick in the draft. Uh, that's going to be my X Factor for this game. Um, if he has a regular day, Jason, I mean, Jason has no chance. What am I saying? Move on. Let's move on. What? There's no like Haley's comment <laughs> going on or something that you want to fucking like uh, say is the X factor. You're just stick no, to... the, the real X factor for this game is will Jason wake up in time to set his lineup? Good thing he doesn't right now. <laughs> All right. He's too starting. Moving on. <laughs> Zach versus Zach versus Chris, or what we should know as Jordan's lovers. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. Awesome. matchup. Oh, man, I, I can't wait to hear this X factor. <laughs> yeah, we want to start. Let's start with the X factor here from Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got my boy Chris Meyer, who you know, he's managing the fuck holes, and, and uh, Eli, he's the, the Dutch runners. Um, man, my X factor in this game. Is uh, I highlighted it earlier with Chris. It's Jamar Chase, Boomer Bust. What are we going to see out of Jamar? They're playing Pittsburgh, who has a lot of questions on offense. I don't know much about their defense, um, but uh, Jamar Chase is going to be my X factor here. He's going to get a few 40, 50 yard TDs. Um, I, I don't know. He really needs a big performance out of Jamar to win this game. All right. 
This is a tough matchup for the newcomer, go, Zach Eli. Go Chris. <laughs> Coming into the league. Uh, like I said, he did have a very good draft and only a grade we gave. Uh, but he's playing against Chris Meyer, who, if I'm, if I'm correct, he's made the playoffs every year, and he's, on average, finished the highest of anyone in the league. So he's coming in against the guy. So we're going to see what our newcomer, Zach Eli, is made of. Uh, to highlight one of his guys coming in, Najee Harris, who was phenomenal last year, the volume of all volumes for running backs could lead in running back touches overall this year. Whether or not that comes through on the fantasy, I guess will depend on what his new quarterback is going to do in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'll also highlight he has two tight ends currently in his starting lineup, and based on where he drafted them, Kittle and Waller, those are usually guaranteed starts. Um, but I think depending on the matchup, he may want to reconsider. But as I scroll down to his bench, not much more options there. So probably set on the two running backs to start and maybe throughout the year. We'll see uh, how the new guy fares in week one against uh, the powerhouse fuck holes. What you think about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the fuckholes does have a team because Chris Meyer, you know, he's good. Let's just admit it. Chris is good. He makes it every year. Um, every year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think he has the highest, like you said, highest finishing grade, finishing uh, standing. I think. To me. Jerk. Damn, last year <clears throat> fucked me over. But so, <laughs> uh, not bitter. But let's highlight, you got Terrific Tom. He's been talked about so much. The only person that Jordan loves more than Chris and Zach is Tom Brady. Um, yeah, Joe Burrow. Um, but let, let's see. You got Cam Akers. Let's highlight that. Against Buffalo, tough defense. Akers did not look great in the, in the Super Bowl. Um, so that you got, is he truly back from the Achilles? I don't know. Um, that's a big question mark. Devontae Adams against the Chargers, I expect. Their car to connect. Their buddy, buddy from college. So that's going to be um, pretty, pretty good in a, what's probably a big high-scoring affair that will involve Daniel Carson. I don't know if y'all heard about that. He's the kicker for, for Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jason has him. Um, but, and then he had. Well, in that matchup. There's been some question marks, um, but they did cut Kenyon Drake. So I expect the, uh, the Raiders to actually run Josh Jacobs into the ground. Um, I expect them to utilize Jacobs as he should. And I ex- actually expect big things from him. Uh, it is a career. It, it is a contract year and he's going to want to make that money. And I think he's going to going to put forth that effort. And it's the first game of the season. He can't get, he's not injured right now, which is typically the question with Josh Jacobs. So as always, you got Chris with a good team. This is going to be a great matchup. Um, we already talked about the X factor, which is uh, Jordan's undying love for each competitor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> last last one, uh, I believe. Jordan versus Dom. The play, the matchup of the week. A dude versus dude showdown. <laughs> I'm going to go first. All right. Um, All right, go ahead. All right. So, with the Dom, I believe that's who I'm I'm looking after. Um, The Dom, he's got got Josh Allen. 
against the Rams, against Aaron Donald, against Jalen Ramsey. First game of the season. After getting screwed by the by the coin toss, I expect him to, to redeem himself and prove that he should have been in that Super Bowl. So it's on Thursday night, start of the season. You're going to love it. Um, T. Higgins is uh, – Jamar Chase gets all the highlights, but T. Higgins quietly had a very good year last year. Um, he's against very Pittsburgh. He's against Pittsburgh, which, you know, I don't think their defense is too great. They were run on a lot last year. Um, but – and I, I just don't expect Cincinnati needing to throw very much. So good thing he has Joe Mixon. Um, and I also want to highlight Travis Etienne. He's a huge question mark. Got injured last year before the start of the season. No one's seen what he's like. It's all just camp hype at this point. James Robinson is told to be back, trying to get back for red. But he's against Washington, who's hot garbage last year in defense. So, you know, I think ETN, he is so, – I'm not going to even say it because we got to he- see what the X factor is. I don't want to bring it up. Uh, it might be ETN. So, go ahead, Dom. Go talk about your opponent. All right. I won't say it's too much too good against the other fellow dude, Jordan. Uh, Luke, I am your father's squad. Uh, he has Mr. Aaron Rodgers, who – People don't want to talk about. He's lost his main weapon, Devontae Adams. Um, but what do we do this year? Uh, Jordan has two Green Bay Packers, Rodgers and Aaron Jones, the double Aaron stack. Uh, we'll see uh, what they do against their division rival in Minnesota to start uh, week one. Uh, Mr. Eckler, as Mike mentioned in the draft, finished the running back two last year, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, going up against that, as apparently that's going to be a high-scoring kicking game. Uh, we'll see if the running backs can get some play. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, for him, I mean, he took him uh, pretty early on. Mr. Justin Tucker, talking about kickers, playing against the Jets. Uh, it may not be – you think that would be a good matchup for a kicker, and he's projected pretty well. But it could just be a bunch of touchdowns because the Jets are hot garbage. So it could just be extra points and maybe limit his upside at the kicker position for a week <clears> one. Good point. So uh, after I've talked greatly about your team, what's the X factor in our matchup, Jordan? Uh, I think you highlighted it pretty well, Dom. Um, Aaron Rodgers. No, no, not my kicker. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, he's got, a, he's got a receiving core that I don't think he trusts 100%. And I do think by the time this game comes around and starts between us, Alan Lazard will be in your starting lineup to. Um, That's so a good idea. Time, yeah, I know. You, yeah, you potentially would have thought of it. <laughs> Maybe not, though. Um, so Aaron Rodgers is, uh, is my X factor. I do think Dom gets his second win ever against me in this game because I just don't like my chances this week. Don't feel too good about it. But we'll see. That's why we play the game. And reverse jinx. He's already bringing it out early. <laughs> <laughs> water, water bet is. Yeah, oh, you want a water bet? Water uh, bet? No, no, no. We'll, we'll, uh, water bet discussions off the table. We'll, we'll right. discuss okay. on the side. All right. So, uh, the water bet, as earlier revealed, um, had to do with Kate. How many Denver Broncos players were drafted by Kurt? We had an over under of four point five. In the year that most likely you should be drafting the most Denver Broncos because they got Russell Wilson and their offense looks very good. He only drafted two Broncos. So with that being said, 
Jordan. <laughs> and announce the description of what um, Dom has to do. Do you have the oh, app shit. open? The... I, I can yeah, do it. I, the... I can spin yeah, it. Yeah, you do it. All right, yeah. I'm spinning it. It is. And we're playing on the honor system. Mike does uh, not lie. We trust Mike. No, oh, and it, it is uh, uh, duck butter. <laughs> um, so you take uh, a normal distance, about two yards under underhand. You're going to throw an eight ounce normal cup. The striker aims for the spinner's crotch area. So Jordan or whoever's, I guess, Manda is going to be throwing into Dom's uh, crotch area unless they can meet in person. Um, and you need to make sure you remove any electronics beforehand. I will take a photo and send it to both of you. All right. All right. All right. All right. And now it's for our final segment, what we've been waiting for. And damn, this was a long, long one. Um, but yeah, let's see uh, what we're going to do. So we're going to spin. It's called a weekly life debate. Debate. I have a bunch of random topics. I'm going to spin them. Spin another wheel, and each person's going to get a chance to name what their number one pick would have been. Obviously, you can't take the previous person. Number one draft pick. Yeah. So, so with wait. this to- with this topic, you you're going to get. Hey, my number one draft pick of this topic is this. Okay. Oh, I got you. All right. So, like, some some uh, examples are like best comedy movie, best video game. So oh, that makes okay. sense. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, game. I'm gonna spin the spin the wheel. All right, and uh, I believe jo- I gave Jordan the first pick. Dom will take right. the second, and I will take the third. So it's just whatever we think, and we argue it. Uh, we can we can debate it. We can agree, we can disagree. And the topic is... It is is best song. So what... Best song? Best song. Respect the wheel, damn it. So... (laughs) Best song. I was going to... A little more specific topic, like best, like, hype song, best uh, dancing song, best karaoke. No, name... Name your fucking best song, dude. Stop, stop making this difficult. It's not that hard. Best song. Um, man. We'll go with Fireman by Lil Wayne. Shout out Chris Meyer. Fireman Lil Wayne. <laughs> Is there a reason for that? Uh, you don't need a reason. It's just the best song, Mike. <laughs> All right. Okay. Dom, do you have a pick? Uh, mine's very recency biased, but it stays stuck in my head. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard it on the radio as well. It's uh, I Ain't Worried, and it goes a little something like this. Never heard of it. Yeah. You're welcome. Y'all, 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 are, y'all are terrible at this. So, so <laughs> this is a terrible the, topic. The real, the real number one pick here is one that gets everybody singing in, in the bar. It is the greatest, song. probably bar song you could talk about. It is "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Uh, <laughs> of course, you picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> it gets everybody going. Song. And if you, you do, do it, then you're probably an idiot. Some honorable mentions I would say is like "Bohemian Rhapsody" by Queen. Piano it's just man. a piano man. Yeah, see, yeah. those are better picks than what y'all y'all selected. I mean, that 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 was gross. 
would be better next time, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the first time we did this was a failure. So don't worry, I'm removing that one from the list. Um, but no, we have, yeah, get, we have song, other... get song out of here. It's gone. It's gone. We're not going to do the same thing twice. But you have other things like best cereal, best TV show, things like that. Mm. So we're going to. Don't worry. We'll have more debate. Um, it's just we've been doing this for, I feel like, over an hour. Um, it's over an hour for sure. And I have, I have a lot to edit now. Um, so that being said, that's the end of our draft grade show. That's the end of our week one. Don't worry. Dom will do better next next. Yes. At least for me, I guess. I really hope so. Um, so <laughs> anything left y'all, y'all guys want to say? Go Tigers. All right. Yeah, I'll do better next week. I'll, I've been on the move between houses the past few days. Um, open open communication here. Uh, didn't prep. Uh, uh, we, can we can tell. We can tell. So... Thanks, thanks for uh, joining. Um, again, we're on Apple and we're on Spotify. Um, we will get this up hopefully shortly. And uh, um, so, yeah. With that being said, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Later. Later.